everybody hold your place there hold your place there that's why it's good to understand spiritual things hold your place there that place that you just maintained while the choir administration was going on hold your place there don't lose that place because the flow hasn't stopped is that okay don't lose that place don't be distracted don't be looking at anosha uh, don't be looking at somebody pulling the chair just hold your place in the, you and the lord you and the spirit of the lord you'll be hearing things that are not being said you'll be seeing things that others are not seeing as you hold your place it's an individual thing is that okay by us please so don't be distracted don't be distracted hallelujah amen and amen thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit beats that were dog for some people are no longer of any consequence those who dog those pits dog it for themselves unknown to them the gallows the gallows that Amon erected were meant for Mordecai so he thought at the end of the day who hung on those gallows Amon hung on the gallows what was meant to work against you will work in your favor and every pit the dog for you they are going in themselves for he gives men in exchange for you and people as a ransom for your souls who is with me this morning he gives men in exchange for you and people as a ransom for your souls. Whereas it was meant to destroy you, the Lord is turning it around to promote you. Hallelujah. Don't lose your place in that place. Don't lose your place. Don't lose your place there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, so we receive all that you have proposed for today, this morning, in Jesus' name. I want to share a word of titled Avoidables. We've been seeing the banner, Avoidables. I bring uh, an, an Episcopal message, or shall I say, a pastoral message this morning. Hallelujah. I don't intend to finish it today because I can't. So it is something that will be in series. Avoidables. Avoidables. Things we can avoid, in other words. Now in life, there are always things to keep away from. Don't lose your place. Keep your place there. I said you will be hearing what is not being said. Some of us will be seeing what is not being revealed from here. So keep your place there. And any time the Lord is getting across to you, put it in writing. That is why God is a record keeper. If the record of the Bible is not in written form, how do we relate with God today? Words must be kept. A piece of paper never forgets. Writing maketh an exact man. Don't you ever forget those salient points. So in life, there are always things to keep away from. In life, there are always things to refrain from doing. It is not everything that we must do in life 
there are some things we don't do. There are some barriers in life we don't cross. There are some places you don't go. There are things in life we must shun. There are things in life uh, that we must prevent from occurring. If we take heed to the tenor of this message, we'll be focusing on things in life that we must prevent from occurring. Because when some things occur in life, they become irreversible. I said when some things. Some things can be reversed. You hit another vehicle. Everybody can go and repair their vehicles. And if you have a good body and paint man, he will do it as though nothing ever happened, even though it cost you money. But some things in life cannot be reversed. There's some mistakes you don't make in life. And the best way to avoid such mistakes is by taking it according to the tenor of these words. Hallelujah. Medical science keeps emphasizing the place of prevention, early detection and prevention, early detection and prevention in preference to curative medicine. By the time the option left is the curative option, a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort, a lot of money goes into it. But if it had been prevented, there will be no pain, there will be no shame, there will be no discomfort. Psalm 119 from verse 1 to 6, we will read. Don't lose your place there. Don't lose your place there. Somebody, something has been moving in your head for some time. Today, we cross that yoke from the roots and you are free forever. Somebody, you've not slept for some days now. Sleeping has been torturous. Be free. Whoever you are, be free now in the name of Jesus. I said, don't lose your place there. Psalm 119 from verse 1. Blessed are the undefiled in the way. You are here this morning. You are tired of your lifestyle. You are fed up. You know your lifestyle is not pleasing unto the Lord. Can you, can you just throw yourself as it were at the feet of the Lord and say, Lord, do whatever you want to do with my life. I've had enough of that past life. Now I'm all yours. You know yourself. That person, you know yourself. You are there. You know yourself. Blessed are the undefiled in the way. Who walk, how? In the law of the Lord. They walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies. Because they keep his word. And because they seek him with the whole heart. They are blessed. The word of God restrains them from doing some things. And so they are blessed. The word of God keeps their lives in check. And so they are blessed. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. And so their lives give God pleasure because they walk in the ways of the Lord. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. So it's a commandment to obey the word. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. What an exclamation. What a lament. What a prayer. It is because in doing that, I succeed. In doing that, I am blessed. In doing that, I bear my fruit and season. In doing that, I am in the center of a will of God for my life. In doing that, I don't miss my seasons. 
In doing that, I bring forth my fruit in seasons. In doing that, my life is not barren. In doing that, I am more than a conqueror. In doing that, I'm not a victim in life. In doing that, I overcome in life. Hallelujah. You can go through life without a scar. And when I say without a scar, a scar forms after a wound is healed. You can go through life without suffering a wound. Talk less of showing a scar. It is by following what we just read. Hallelujah. Widows in the house. The Lord is bringing seasons of comfort your way. Widows in the house. The Lord is bringing seasons of comfort your way. Comfort for you. Comfort for you. In that comfort is help. 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 No one can explain what you're going through. No one feels that sense of loss and emptiness that you feel at times. But the one who is the husband of a widow is reaching out to you this morning, bringing comfort, bringing help, bringing soothing your way. Receive his word and be blessed. And be blessed. Hallelujah. Avoid divorce. I repeat verse 5. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. May you go through life without shame. May you go through life without shame. Hallelujah. Avoidables are things and situations that will prevent pain and sorrow and regrets in the future. Avoidables are situations and circumstances that will prevent pain and sorrow and regrets in future. Because some people, after a point, after, you know, a stage in life, they begin to say, if only I knew what I know now, way back then, ah, all that happened to me would not have happened. They're simply saying, if only I had avoided some things. So by the time you are saying, looking back now, I should have. Or looking back now, I shouldn't have. You are expressing a form of regret. May life for us not be a life of regrets. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Avoidables are situations and circumstances that will teach us to nullify some things, abrogate some things, annul some things, disannul. Do you know annul and disannul are the same? Annul some things, disannul some things, or cancel some things. How does that happen? Number one, warnings. Number one, warnings. Number two, guidance. Number three, corrections. As we discuss the subject, avoidables. Don't lose your place there. Hold on to what the Lord is doing. 
Somebody, you have a growth in your body. There's an inflammation, a swelling. Your side, a swelling. You can put your hands there and the message is going on. The one who teaches is the one who heals. The one who heals is the one who delivers. The one who delivers is the one who inspires. So for some, inspiration will come. An idea, a flash, will just come and write it down. Hallelujah. Praise God forever. So warnings, number one. Guidance, number two. Corrections, number three. So if we take heed to warnings, there will be shame to avoid. There will be pain to avoid. There will be sorrow to avoid if we take heed to warnings. So number one, warnings. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. I'll read from verse 20 to 27. I'll read from the New Living Translation. Proverbs chapter 4. My child, pay attention to what I say. Warning. Listen carefully to my words. Warning. Don't lose sight of them. Warning. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. Warning. Why? For they bring life to those that find them and they bring healing to their whole body. By the time the life of God is superimposed upon our own lives, don't you know we begin to present at a level that is above the ordinary? Your own life is natural. His own life is supernatural. By the time his supernatural life comes upon our natural lives, who do we become? We become like our father. The results we'll get will not be the results that are natural. They'll be the results of a supernatural. Hallelujah. And if there is a time to take hold of your divine inheritance as a child of God, it is now in our own nation. I don't know of other places but in our own nation, you don't, we, don't, we don't have a social welfare system. We don't have uh, soup kitchens. Or have you seen a soup kitchen before in the battle? Where every Wednesday you can go down, you are sure that there will be food. Or every day of the week you can go down, you are sure. Do we have food stamps in some parts of the world? They give out food stamps for those who are out of employment. Those who are in a particular income bracket in society. And every week they go with their food stamps and collect a ration that will sustain them and their families. Do we have such in Nigeria? Praise the Lord. But we have God. But some of us toy with the God that we are meant to have. It then becomes double jeopardy. So don't toy with your God. Don't toy with your inheritance. Let's keep reading. Guard your heart above all else. For it determines the course of your life. This is a warning. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Because Shaggy said it. Must you say it? Because Shaggy brought that expression. And it is sinful. But it is funny. Must you say it because it is funny? Who is listening to me? Okay. Don't you know Erekele? You don't know Erekele? If you don't know Erekele, raise your hand. So, okay, some people don't know Erekele. Help me. Those who know Erekele, help me to explain to them. Erekele can steal anything. As I'm using the microphone, the microphone will get into his pocket. You won't know. As I do this, my wristwatch has gone. By the time I say, I want to look at the time. He say, 
You bring it, I say, is this what you are looking for? Say, ah, ah, erekere. Now, because erekere is, uh, <laughs> because he's performing, he's doing his kids, and he's stealing. You want to go and steal? They won't say his kids you are doing. Before you know it, you wake up on the other side, and somebody who steals, will the person get to heaven like that, man? without repenting? So I can't say the person will wake up in heaven. Are you getting it? Aha, it is not everything that we are allowed to see. We'll be avoiding some things in the future when we leave like that. Warnings. So avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Look straight ahead. Fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil because they are doing it does not make it right. Warnings. In order to avoid sorrow and pain in the future. Proverbs chapter 7. Proverbs chapter 7. From verse 7. The New Living Translation. <laughs> warnings. Someone say warnings. Ah, you can't avoid some things if you are not warned. When you are warned... When they tell you, stop at the intersection, that's a warning. They will have put that sign before you get to the intersection. If you get to that in intersection and you don't stop, you will simply see that a law enforcement officer will pull you over, book you, so you pay a fine, you score some points on your driver's license. And if you are not careful, you can lose your driver's license if your points are too many, if your infractions are too many. Guess what? Money you pay in your, on your insurance, your car insurance, your premium will go up because you are now high risk. Who wants to live life like that? Warnings are there as guideposts to help us to be on the right side of life. Warnings. 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 Proverbs chapter 7 from verse 7. New Living Translation. I saw some naive young men. Some young men are naive. Solomon was writing this. I saw some naive. When you're naive, you're ignorant. You're an ignoramus. You know nothing about nothing. You're just going through life following the motions. And the ignorant cannot amount to anything in life, unfortunately. Amen. Because the ignorant will suffer. And you have been, you've been heard, you must have heard this, that ignorance is not an excuse in law. Ignorance is not, you can't see me. You, you can't see me. As I'm standing here, you can't see me. Because your sight is not good, it's blurry. Receive clarity in your sight. Receive clarity in your vision. In the name of Jesus, be healed in that eye. Holy Spirit, do your healing work in that eye. And let the vision of that person, let it clear off. Let there be clarity. Let there be clarity. Hmm. I saw some naive young men, and one in particular, and I was a chairman, one in particular, who lacked common sense. Ah, New Living Translation. Who lacked common sense. He lacked common sense. He was crossing the street near the house of an immoral woman, strolling down the path by her house. It was at twilight, the meeting of two evenings. In the evening, 
as deep darkness fell, the woman approached him seductively dressed and sly of heart. She was the brash, rebellious type, never content to stay at home. She is often in the streets and markets looking for customers. That's not what NLT says, I'm the one saying that. Looking for customers. And yet, and here was a young man, handsome young man, tall, dark, and slim young man, but without common sense. Sisters, when he's tall, dark, and handsome, too, only common sense, run from him. Avoidables. <laughs> okay, let's go on. She threw her arms around him and kissed him. And with a brazen look, she said, I've just made my peace offerings. Sounding like a Christian. So that the guy will think, ah, this is a believer. I've just made my peace offerings and fulfilled my vows. You are the one I was looking for, says who? I came out to find you, and here you are. See, my bed is spread with beautiful blankets, with colored sheets of Egyptian linen. I've perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let's drink our fill of love until morning. Let's enjoy each other's caresses, for my husband is not home. So she's meant to be married. They are the sorts that take captive silly men laden with all kinds of sins. They're always winking with their eyes, winking and winking and winking, looking for a prey, P-R-E-Y, that they can ensnare warnings. Brothers, warnings. Flip it over, sisters, warnings, because there are some brothers too who are like that. You see them say, ah, Bobo. Uh, let him just say good morning to me. If he says good morning to me, I will say I do. If that brother going to just say good morning, I will say I do. I do care. Good morning and I do. What's the correlation? You know some sisters are like that? You don't know. Even in church, you'll be amazed. Somebody will be sitting close to that brother and won't even greet the person. Pastor will say, turn to your neighbor and say something. He won't turn in my direction. Oh, they find you. Yeah? And, and, he's, and he's handsome. It happens in church. Brothers, we are in brain. It is not every sister that is single that is meant for you. Sisters, it is not every brother that is single that is meant for you. Avoidables. There are people that met in church and got married in church and at the end of the day, less than one year, everything scattered. Yet they met in church. But the dynamics of their meeting in church was not arranged and ordained by the Holy Ghost. God was not in the center of it. It was all based on flesh and infatuation. Listen, let's be careful. Warnings! I was reading Proverbs 7. I'm still reading it. Let's go back. So she says, let's enjoy each other's caresses for my husband is not at home. He's away on a long trip. He took a wallet full of money with him and won't return until later this month. So she seduced him with her pretty speech and enticed him with her flattery. My son, 
if sin has enticed thee, consent thou not. My son, if sin has enticed thee, consent thou not. My daughter, if sin has enticed thee, consent thou not. Pastor, you don't understand. I come from a very, very humble background. If sin has enticed thee, consent thou not. Pastor, he did not know me before. He just gave me a lift and he gave me hundred dollars. Naira always didn't give me Naira. He gave me money, plural, plural currency, you know, plural. Naira is not plural. Naira is singular. Dollars plural. He gave me plural money. There is one currency that has surname. Pound sterling. He gave me currency that has pounds that has surname. And I did not know him before from Jack. God sent him to me. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. That hundred dollars you begin to check Google. How much is exchange rate today? How much is exchange rate today? I didn't say don't take it. I didn't say so. But I'm saying when things like that happen, be on caution. Be put on inquiry like auditors will say. What's going on here? Does he want something? What will his next move be? Put him on your radar. Jeremiah, watch it. Um, so, do you live around here? Uh -huh. Can we see on Tuesday? Ah! This is my number. Let me have your own. Ah! Something. Hmm. Hmm. Things. There's one brother. He doesn't know how to pronounce things. He said, things. Hmm. Things are happening. Things are about to happen. Be careful. I didn't say don't collect the money. I didn't say exchange numbers, but be careful. How do we navigate life? By the power of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit himself beareth witness with our spirits that we are children of God. In your intuition, your intuition which is in your spirit, because the spirit of man is the center of intuition, worship, and conscience. In your intuition dwells the Holy Spirit. He will tell you the one to take. He will tell you the one to reject. He will tell you who you can give your number to. He will tell you who you don't give your number to. The Holy Spirit, because some of you one day, how will I know? Oh, lend me money. Don't you have the Holy Spirit? Don't you know at times the Holy Spirit reveals secrets? He tells you things that ordinarily should not be your business. Hallelujah. A couple of times yesterday, some things were going on in church after real sister service. I just discovered I would go to somebody and say, somebody, say something and just say, ah, pastor, how did you know? I, just, I, I said, I have the Holy Spirit. He's the one. Hallelujah. That may not happen every time. It is as he wills. Praise the Lord. But we have the guidance of the Holy Spirit. We're going to come to that in a short while. Proverbs chapter 7. I'm still reading. We're going to verse 27. Avoidables. Avoidables. Don't lose your place there. Don't lose your place there. Arthritis. Don't lose your place there. Arthritis. Don't lose your place there. Arthritis. I'm calling you by name. Arthritis. You are a stranger in that body. Arthritis. You are a stranger in that body. Arthritis. And now that the weather has changed, you are feeling it more. Arthritis, you are a stranger. 
I curse you. I curse your roots in that body. I curse your roots, arthritis. I command you out, out, arthritis. Some think it's only the knees. Some, you're having it around your fingers. Your fingers. Your fingers. To, to even flex your fingers like this is a problem. Be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go on. Hmm. So she seduced him with her pretty speech and enticed him with her flattery. She followed, he, he followed her at once, like an ox going to the slaughter. Do you see that? One local animal. He was like a stag. A stag is a young horse. Caught in a trap, awaiting the arrow that will pierce its heart. Do you see? He was like a bird flying into a snare. Little knowing it will cost him his life. Do you see? So listen to me, my sons, and pay attention to my words. Don't let your heart stay away toward her or stray away toward her. Don't wander down her wayward path, for she had been the ruin of many. Many men have been her victims. Her house is the road to the grave. Her bedroom is the den of death. Be careful. There are some old women. When I say old, it's not as if they're in their 70s. Some of them are in their 40s, some in their 50s, some in their early 60s. Looking for 20-year-old boys. 21-year-old boys, 22-year-old boys, 23-year-old boys. Some of them even prefer married young men. And they are grandmothers. Hallelujah. By the time she begins to give you gifts that your salary cannot buy. Oh, Timokwe, there is danger in Longe's farm. And Longe already has become danger. Do you know any longer around you? That was a proverb that I tried to anglicize. Anglais, English. I tried to say that proverb in English. Hallelujah. Be careful. Israel was warned. Your daughters must not intermarry with their sons. Your sons must not marry their daughters in the land that I am sending you to. Otherwise, you will enter into idolatry and I will turn away from you. And if God turns away from a man, that man is cooked. By who? The devil, of course. Hallelujah. Israel was one. Look at Exodus chapter 34, 11 to 16, King James. Observe that which I commanded this day. Behold, I drive up before the, the Amorite and the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Perizzite and the Hevite and the Jebusite. Take it to thyself, lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, whither thou goest. Let it be for a snare in the midst of thee. But you destroy their altars, break their images, cut down their groves. For thou shalt worship no other God, for the Lord whose name is Jealous is a jealous God. If you do that, lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they go a whoring after their gods and do sacrifice unto their gods and call thee and thou eat of his sacrifice and take their daughters unto their sons and their daughters go a whoring after their gods and make thy sons go a whoring after them. God warned them, your daughters must not go in that direction. Your sons must not go in that direction because they will lead you to idolatry. Warnings, warnings guide us. Have you ever seen a warning before in God's word? Don't you know the Bible is a book of warnings? It tells you who to associate with. It tells you who not to associate with. It tells you who to do business with. It tells you who not to do business with. It tells you who you can marry. 
It tells you who you are not to marry. It tells you who you can make your close friend. It tells you who you can make just an acquaintance. The Bible. Hallelujah. It tells you when you can embrace. It tells you when you can refrain from embracing. It tells you there is a time and a season to everything under heaven. Exodus chapter 4. It's a book of warnings. Praise the Lord. How many times do we hit the warnings of God's word? And yet we seek to succeed in life. Mm -mm. It doesn't just drop. Israel disobeyed big time. Judges chapter 3. Let's see where they disobeyed. Judges 3 and verse 5. And the children of Israel dwelt among the Canaanites, the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hevites and Jebusites. And they took their daughters to be their wives. Do you see? And gave their daughters to their sons and served their gods. What God said don't do. Verse 7. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and forgot the Lord their God and served Balim and the groves. So God had to turn his back to them. Warnings. Number two, guidance. Avoidables. Number one, warnings. Number two, guidance. If you take guidance from the Lord, you'll avoid some pain, some regrets, some sorrows in life. So what does guidance mean? The art of being led in a particular direction. There's a direction God wants you to head towards. He will guide you in that direction. Amen. Huh. Why do we need the guidance of the Lord as we go through life? There are line, there are landmines along the pathways of life. How many people know what a line landmine? Ah, you know what is coming to my mouth? Landline, not a landline. It's not landmine. How many people know what a landmine is? Oh, sorry. How many don't know what it is so that I'll know how to break it down? You don't know what a landmine is. Oh, everybody knows, so that's fine. You know, so there are landmines that the devil has positioned along the pathways of life. Once you step on a landmine, it blows you off. It's a bomb that's hidden in the ground. Soldiers lose their limbs, both limbs. That's if they don't die. So in, in, in military terms, they have what they call demining equipment. Equipment. In fact, there are some ordinances. They call bombs ordinances. So yeah. There are some ordinances from 1945, the, the end of the Second World War, that have not exploded. Some were still found in London, city of London, not too long ago. Some ordinances. That thing had been in the ground, launched from the air in the ground since 1945. It failed to detonate. Any mistake that they make, maybe during construction, because it's deep down. So when they are excavating to do foundation, hey, longe, longe, that's danger. So they have equipment that will pick radiation for them to know that there was an unexploded ordinance around that place. So they demand. They demand. They bring in experts. God will not remove the mines. The devil has been commissioned to put mines there. The time to decommission the devil has not come. God commissioned the devil to do evil. 
It wasn't a deliberate act on the part of God. It was until iniquity was found in Lucifer that Lucifer's purpose changed from being the anointed cherub that worshipeth to becoming the adversary, Satan. His name was not Satan at the beginning. No. What was his name? Lucifer. Or something like that. You know, Yoruba Bible. Hallelujah. Who is with me up to now? The devil was commissioned based on his rebellion to do what he's doing. He will place mines everywhere, landmines, expecting innocent, unsuspecting people to step on them and be blown away. The Holy Ghost is the one who should order our steps. Go like this. Go like that. Make a right turn. Come back left. 90 degrees towards the east. Advance another 180 miles. 20 degrees towards the left. Go in this perpendicular fashion. You think you are the one determining what is happening to your life. As long as your life is in the hands of a master, he orders your steps. That's why the psalmist prayed, order my steps in your world, O Lord. Guidance. So, Apostle Paul who writes in Romans, Romans chapter 8, as many as are led, verse 14, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Isaiah could write that you will not fail to hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, when you turn to the right, when you turn to the left. Hallelujah. Guidance. Someone say guidance. It takes place by the Holy Spirit. He guides us. So he will help us to avoid disaster. Destruction, avoidables, will avoid destruction if you will hear him. Hallelujah! You will know. 9/11. How many people still remember 9/11? September 11, 2001. I, I, was 2001? Yeah, it was 2001. September 11. The burning or the bombing of the World Trade Center. Do you know? Despite the fact that over 3,000 people died, do you know many more people? were preserved somebody said that morning he was to take his daughter to school and then go to work and they got into the car oh daddy I forgot something I forgot my bag or something the girl went back inside to get her bag and the dad said be, 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 be quick be quick I'm getting late she came back and they were about to leave. oh daddy I forgot my homework, something like that. She, she did that like three times, delaying the father. Finally, they got on their way. And as they were approaching where they call ground zero now, I know the place, as they were approaching, smoke, billows of smoke, commotion everywhere. That man could have been in one of the towers because that's where his office was but his little angel who kept forgetting things so at times we don't know what God is working out when some things are going on and we're getting disappointed and agitated and oh, oh calm down help me tell your neighbor calm down on days when it appears as though things are not going according to plan, calm down. What are you receiving? Guidance, calm down. Hallelujah. 
you prayed, you read the Bible, you depended on the Holy Ghost to start your day, and things are going contrary. Calm down. Hallelujah. Calm down. Your wife now wants to start a long story and you are in a hurry, and so on, and so on, and so on. Calm down. I was at the brother's 50th on Thursday, and at the time the people were talking about him, they said he has a cliche. He would say, calm down for Jesus. He's a doctor. So he's seen some patients, and uh, he has said, that's the last patient I'm seeing, that's the last person that came, and four other patients now coming. And the matron will go to you and say, four other patients have come in. A doctor, and you have said, so I've told them to, to go. Say, say, matron, calm down for Jesus. Tell them, I will see them. Calm down. Ah. I said, that's a good doctor. Because if I say, that is the barrier. Lion, what you do? What you do? Cut off you. Cut off procedure. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when I heard, I said, hey, okay, me too. And I begin to change. See the way I'm looking at you. I will see some people who come and test that now. And then I will now refer them to this message. Hallelujah. Praise God. But some people who are wise know what to do. They see Sister Bolani. And she will now use husbands, men. Let's salute ourselves. I won't say more than that. Men, well done. Ah, our wife said, You say you won't do it. At the time they follow me, you will do it. Hallelujah. Is it not in the Bible? Ah. Uh-uh. Isaac's wife, Rebecca, she was the one that orchestrated everything. Eventually, when Jacob robbed Esau of the blessing, who arranged for Jacob to be taken to a safe place? Who arranged it? Rebecca. Honestly, I don't want our, our, our son to pick a wife from this place. Honestly, I, 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 the daughters of this land are not good. Honestly, I, 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 okay, Isaac, what do you want? I, let him go to my brother. Let him go. Let him go to Padamaram. Let him go there and pick a wife from there so that we can raise a holy seed. Can, she didn't tell her husband why she came up with that idea. And the man, wanting to be the man, called Jacob and began to issue out instructions that did not come from him. Who was speaking? Whose idea was it? Mm. So, Sister Bolani, when, when they come, she you understand. Ask them what I told them first. The way she's looking at me, says, she won't cooperate. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So, the Holy Spirit is our teacher. Is also our guide. Is also the guarantee of divine direction. Hmm. John's Gospel, chapter 16 and verse 13. I've told you it's a pastoral message. So I'm not preaching. We're exchanging thoughts. 
receiving instruction to build us up. John's got 16 and verse 13. I said 16 and 13. John's gospel chapter 16 verse 13 in the Passion Translation. When the truth spirit, I beg your pardon, I'll take that again. But when the truth given spirit comes, he will unveil the reality of every truth within you. He will unveil, open up the reality of every truth within you. He won't speak on his own, but only what he hears from the Father. And he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. What will he do? He will reveal prophetically to you, the individual, what is to come. He will unveil the reality of the truth that is in you. That is the truth you ought to know. He will reveal it prophetically unto you. See how New Living Transition puts it. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will tell you about the future. Tell me where an intermediary was mentioned in those scriptures. Pastor, brother so, 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 and so, and I have been in a relationship for a while. And I've introduced him to my parents. And they say, he looks like a good boy. But uh, we want you to bring another one. So that we can have two of them. And we can take their names to our prophet. So that he can pray oh, in your king. You can't come with one name. You come with at least two. So that if one is rejected, the other one will be accepted. Eh? You children of nowadays, you don't know anything. And we are telling you, but your pastors will be brainwashing you. We are not brainwashing anybody. It's the Bible that is brainwashing us. Hallelujah. Tell me where the Bible says in that place that a medium or an intermediary will now prophetically reveal to you the future. It is about your future. It is not about the future of the prophet. Ah, pastor, it's because you don't know the man. If you know the man, he has never married before in his life. He's 82 now. No wife. He doesn't eat all this food that we eat. Oh. See, you understand? He only eats echo and echo. Ebony. Eh? Eh, 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 eh. Let's pray over it so that you can know. You know. I don't want any of my daughters to have a failed marriage. Oh, please. Oh, I, these children don't kill me. See, your father, what I saw, what my eyes saw in your father's house. You, none of you have sworn in my life. None of my children will suffer what I suffered in, in, in marriage. Your, your father. Ah. So, we are going to pray over it. Avoidables. You want guidance? We have the Holy Spirit. That is why you cannot afford to be weak in things of the Spirit of God. Understand how the Lord speaks to you as a person. And we have a more sure word of prophecy in the Holy Bible. Praise the Lord. 
I say, praise the Lord. You go before Baba. Baba prays three sentences and says, stand up. The first sentence. Pastor Dago. God, hear the prayer of your children, of your daughter. God, let him uh, uh, well with your children and your daughter. God bless your daughter. Oh, yeah, sit down. And then he tells you things for the next five minutes. But he prayed for 20 seconds. God is really using him. I want to open that kind of uh, workshop. All brothers who want to get married, bring two names. I'll be, Mama, I'll be, <laughs> how do you say, Woshe? <laughs> I will, I will do it for them. Nonsense. Nonsense. Ah, by the way, the Baba we are going to, you can't go empty handed, you can't go empty handed. Go to, um, where do they go? Baggy. Go and buy guinea brocade to that 10 yards so that white. He likes white, white in Koram. Don't buy the one that doesn't have style. Buy the one with at least 12 stars. Shedder. Is it Shedder? They call it Shedder. Buy Shedder. Buy Shedder. Ah! Baba people come from all over the world. When he's praying for people from Sweden, from Denmark, from Norway like this. Ah! One, one, one. Is it because... Hey, let's read again. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all, you, that you is you. He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. Who is giving him information? The Father telling the Holy Spirit what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. The Holy Spirit, it's personal to you. It's the will of God for your life. You can avoid problems. Later on, when problems arise in life, something happened. I know two women. Um, one of them had a child, and for another maybe 20 years, she never got pregnant. The other one had no child at all. So somebody now introduced them, you know, to a baba somewhere. Real life story. This was um, 1987. So, the two of them went to the Baba. The friend that brought her friend eventually conceived and she gave birth to a daughter, a girl. The other one, it appears she conceived because she was vomiting and she was manifesting all those uh, uh, symptoms of pregnancy, early pregnancy, you know, but eventually she lost the pregnancy. It pained her, naturally to pain her, but they went somewhere. The other one gave birth to a girl. So I'll be hearing them on the telephone when they are comparing notes. The woman said, that girl, she's very strange. We should be hiding in corners in the house, growing up, two-year-old, three-year-old, hiding, talking to herself, going under the step, hiding somewhere you won't know where she is. They will call her name. She will be doing everything. One day I heard them saying, that me, I was passing. I said, 
where did you get it from? You are saying, which kind of child is this? Uh, you shouldn't be surprised what kind of child. You know where you went. And the person she is now asking to help her, she lost her own pregnancy. So, at the end of the day, I see too, she, oh, okay, she also had one child, so she was looking for another one. So that one was grateful that at least I have one, and that one is not behaving like this one. At some point, the child will be behaving like, like a rat, like a mouse. You know, very strange, very odd. I don't know where, where the girl is right now. The father never had a relationship with that girl. Because, check out the source of that blessing. Where is it coming from? Where did you go to get it? Who did you ask before that blessing came? Avoidable. Some things can be avoided. Some people are better off the way they are than the sick help from Egypt. Praise the Lord. Don't lose your place there. Praise the Lord. Somebody's laughing this week. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Corrections. In the midst of corrections, we can avoid pain and sorrow and regrets when you take corrections. But let me explain. At times, you have gone wrong. When, 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 okay. When you stay out of line, you require correction. You're out of line, you require correction. You require realignment so that you come back in line. But there are times you've gone too far. So bringing the person back is late. Tell me the remedy that Judas Iscariot had. It was late. He sought repentance. He came sorrowfully. But it was late. Christian financial class, don't forget, repentance on red rocks. There is godly sorrow. There is worldly sorrow. The sorrow of Judas was worldly. So there was no repentance. It is godly sorrow that worketh repentance not to be repented of. Read your Bible very well. Hallelujah. So, I mean... Judas Iscariot climbed the tree, got to the topmost leaf, leaf, not branch. Can a leaf sustain the weight of a man? So he fell. But there are times in life, you are out of line, but you are still redeemable. We can still bring you back. That is the one that we're talking about, correction. Whatever you did can still be remedied. Correction. That is the one. So may none of us be found to have gone way over the point of redemption. Hallelujah. Correction or corrections. So Peter stepped out of line, but he hadn't gone so far. You know why Peter did not go far? Jesus prayed for him. Let's open our Bibles to the Gospel of St. Luke. Luke 22. Luke 22. From verse 31. Ah, it's good to have a life of prayer. It's good to have a life of prayer. Help me tell your neighbor, it's good to have a life of prayer. Uh-huh. Why do I say so? Do you know there are times prayers give previews? Stop with me. Prayer gives previews. You know what a preview is? The main theme has not started. But they just show you part of it, a snippet to preview it. 
So, oh, so this person is acting in this movie. That one too. Oh, prayer gives previews. In other words, prayer at times makes you see what is ahead. It was at the place of prayer that Jesus saw what the devil planned for Peter. Luke's gospel. Chapter 22 from verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon. Who was Simon? Peter. Behold, Satan had desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat, that he may sift you as wheat. You know, there's something that sifts. What is it that sifts? A sieve. You know what a sieve is? Women, what's the Yoruba word for sieve? Eh? I say, oh, I saw. Ajo, thank you. I say, or Ajo. Pastor Daku, Ajo. Or I say, a sieve. A sieve sifts. So, Jesus said, Simon, Simon, Satan desires to sift you like wheat. He wants to jaw you. Ajo. He wants to jaw you. He will jaw you. Jaw you. You know when they, are, when they are using the sieve, they'll be shaking the thing like this. Am I right or wrong? That's what the devil wanted to do to Peter. He will filter everything that is called life out of Peter and Peter will long be forgotten. That's what the devil planned. He said, but I have prayed for you so that your faith will not fail. And when you are restored, remember your brothers. Is that in the Bible? He said, remember your brothers. So because of that, when the time of trial came, Peter did not go over the edge. He had been prayed for. Who prayed for him? Jesus prayed for him. Some don't know that the Son of God had a prayer life. He wore that you are not Jesus, that you are not Christ. You don't have a prayer life. You think prayer is not important. The Son of God, the anointing, the embodiment of the anointing had a prayer life. Ha. You, me, that they can help. He, the express image of the Father, the exact representation of the Father's being, had a prayer life. You, born into a Kusama family, and your grandfather was a herbalist or something, and his own father was another herbalist. Ah, you now say, oh, need prayer. What's all this prayer they are making noise about? Your Anu Mercy is doing me, Onshemi. Is someone listening to me? Jesus had a prayer life. Who tells you and who told you that you don't need a prayer life? They told you a lie. As long as you have one Baba someone that is praying for you, you don't have a problem. Ah! I will set up that workshop. So I will be saying, Mr. Balanle, what do you need? What kind of laces do women wear now? I don't even know. No men. Wait. Once you wear voice, you are good. Or wood, sure you understand. Ah, no problem at all. Men. No, it's women that are different powder blue, baby blue, sky blue, blue. You know, it's looking bobo nonsense. What, what are they looking for? Wig, different types of wig. 16 inches, 18 inches, 22, close your front, something, something. Kilo boy. Kilo Ha, we go to the baba. In fact, the other day I went to one barbing salon. They were using inverter. I said, oh, my mom. I said, uh, 
so they put on ibadah. They were like, ah, I say, oh, my one. And then transfers are allowed. Ah, I say, oh, my one. Because my baba normally once I give him 500, I will prostrate. <laughs> and I, I was correct. It, it was it was expensive that day, so it was transfer. I had to do because I kept my 500 now. You know, man, everything about us very straightforward. No problem. No, are you getting it? Ah, wig. Let's go on, let's go on, let's go on. So Peter did not go over the cliff. Matthew 26 and 69. Verse 69. Now Peter sat without at the palace. They had arrested Jesus here. And the damsel came unto him saying, Thou also was with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all saying, I know not what thou seest. 71. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid, young girls, kept seeing him and said unto them that were there, this fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, he denied with an oath. So this time he denied, not just denied, with an oath. Honestly, God sees that I was not there. With an oath. I do not know the man. He said he didn't know Jesus. Peter. Peter said he didn't know Jesus. They ate together. They went in and out together. Ha. He knows Peter's house. He met Peter's mother-in-law. Peter's mother-in-law made pandadium for him. Is it in the Bible? No. But she made food for him. Peter's she was sick. Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. Peter now said, I don't know the man. Ah. You know that's serious. Uh -uh. Somebody that we ate together, we drank together, we jet together, we moved together. You say you don't know me. Ah. Serious. Hmm. 73. And after a while, came unto him, they that stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou also art one of them, for thy speech betrayed thee, thy intonation betrayed thee, your accent betrays thee. You know, this was taking place where? In the southern kingdom, in Judea. Where was Peter from? From the northern kingdom, Galilee. That was where Peter was from. So, do you know, even in southeastern Nigeria, the Igbo language they speak before you cross the bridge, that bridge, that Onicha bridge. You know, there's a bridge that separates Asaba from Onicha. Some people don't know Nigeria. And they'll be making it. Honestly, what Peter will be said is, do you even know Nigeria? What do you Onicha bridge? River, Niger, Niger head bridge. You know, anyway, the Igbo they speak in Asaba or Anyoma, Anyoma. Buzo, Umunede, Useleuku, all those places. Agbo. Uh, it's not the same they speak. By the time you cross over and you get to places like Imo, Awanyaun, uh, you know, Abia, Ebony, it's different. But they understand. That's what happened here. So the way Peter was answering them, they were seeing Nijesha accent in his Yoruba. You see, even your intonation betrays you that you are part of this man. Because all his followers were Galileans. The only person out of the twelve that was from Judah, where Jesus came from, was the one who betrayed him. Judas Iscariot. He was the only one who came from Judah. Every other person was from Galilee. The enemies of a man are members of his household to buttress that scripture. Are we still together, please? Hmm. 73. 
After a while they came unto him, they stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou also were one of them, for thy speech betrayed thee. 74. Then began he to curse. He wasn't cursing before. He denied first time. Second time, he added an oath. Now he started cursing. And he told me, anybody that says, well, I know it. may his mother go to hell, may his father die. But Peter. He began to curse. Ah, Peter. Ah. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. And immediately the cock crew. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crew, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. Godly sorrow. He went out and wept bitterly. Corrections. Jesus had warned him. Satan desires to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that you feel that your faith may not fail. So what happened? It took correction. I'm going to end on that note. Huh? There's so much to say. Huh? John's Gospel, 21. 14 to 19. This is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he was risen from the dead. So when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, when they had dined, he said to Simon Peter, Simon that denied him with a curse, that was causing himself to deny Jesus, God is love. He will, not, he will not deal with us based on our iniquities. If thou, Lord, were to keep a record of wrongs, who will stand? But there is forgiveness with you that thou mayest be feared. Psalm 130. Hmm. So what did he say? Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. You know, Peter couldn't have been raising his voice because he still remembered what he did a few days ago. Yea, Lord. Thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lambs. I've heard you, Lord. 16. He said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He said unto him, Yea, Lord. Thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my sheep. Lamb has become sheep. Maturity, growth, progress, progression. God is progressing. 17. He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved. Audacity. Peter was grieved. Audacity. What audacity? Where did he get grieved? Had he forgotten what he did? He now had the audacity to be, to be annoyed. He was grieved. He was annoyed that the master was asking for the third time. When he denied three times, what happened? But that's human nature. Meaning Peter had forgotten. So let's read. Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Verily, verily, I say unto you, When thou was young, thou gatherest thyself, and walkest whither thou wilt go, and so on and so on. The rest of that scripture is for us to know that Peter was not cut off. He lived to a good, ripe old age. He was forgiven. He was restored. He denied three times. Jesus asked him three times. So he had to cancel his three negatives with the three positives of Jesus, so to speak. Praise the Lord. Because Jesus kept asking, and when it was three, you know, we can say that. But what I'm trying to say is this, corrections. It is the child that the father loves, that he corrects, that he disciplines. There are certain pains and sorrows that we can avoid if we'll take heed to corrections if you are in a relationship that does not glorify the Lord Jesus you can break it 
it won't cost you anything to break it. Believe me. Because a broken courtship is far better any day than a broken marriage. Who is with me? If a relationship is a business relationship and uh, it is going to take away your salvation and you've invested money, you can turn your back home and cap your losses and count your losses. The one who gave you that money, the resources in the first instance, he can give you another one. Turn your back and maintain your salvation. Is that okay? In life and in our society, there are times you hear of certain people who lost their lives in mysterious circumstances. As I since went, I heard recently someone who passed on. It wasn't in the news like that until I spoke to an insider. That man, they waited for him at his gate. Maybe some of us know the person I'm talking about. They waited for him. Because when I read it in the news, I thought arm robbers were the ones. Later when I heard, they waited for him at the gate. When he got to the entrance of his house, they, killed, they shot him. After shooting him, they dragged his corpse into the vehicle to be sure that he was dead before they left. We don't know the circumstances. But there are certain things that we can avoid in life by taking corrections. Who knows? Maybe the Lord had said to that man that day, don't go out. Who knows? Maybe he had a dream overnight to suggest, don't go to so, 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 and so, please. But he said, ah, you don't understand. That meeting, we are meeting with an agency, a United Nations agency, we have planned this for the past six months and so on. And I'm the key person. Take heed when the Lord is giving you guidance. We will avoid so much sorrow, so much pain, so much regrets in the future. We're going to continue this. I'm not in a hurry. We're going to continue as the Lord gives us time and opportunity. Let us pray. So don't forget the place of warnings, place of guidance, the place of corrections as we go through life. The place of warnings, the place of guidance, the place of corrections as we go through life. The place of warnings, the place of guidance, the place of corrections. Please stand to your feet, everybody, and pray and tell the Lord, Lord, help me, help me, help me to be obedient to your voice. Help me to be obedient to your word. Help me to be ruled by your word. Help me to be influenced by your word. Help me not to be controlled by the flesh, not to subject myself to my physical feelings, but Lord, that I would be obedient and watchful for your word. Help me to be sensitive in my spirit to the voice of your Holy Spirit. Somebody pray. Lord, help me to be sensitive in my spirit to the voice of your Holy Spirit. Help me to be extra sensitive in my spirit to the influence and the promptings and the nudgings of your Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, I desire a richer walk with you. 
I desire a practical walk with you every day of my life. Holy Spirit, please pray like that. Holy Spirit, I want a richer walk with you. I want a deeper walk with you. I want a stronger experience with you every day of my life. Holy Spirit, say Holy Spirit, I desire clarity in my walk with you. Clarity, clarity, no ambiguity, no ambiguity. That as you speak to me, let it be clear, let it be tangible, let it be uh, understandable, let it be comprehensible to me, let it be very, very exact that I will know what you are saying. Say, Holy Spirit, sharpen my perception that I will see clearly, that I will hear clearly. I will know your divine will and purpose per time clearly. Say, Holy Spirit, I will not walk in error. Lead me not into error. Teach me to avoid errors. Teach me to avoid mistakes. Holy Spirit of God, order my steps every day of my life, I pray. Holy Spirit of God, order my thoughts every day of my life, I ask. Holy Spirit of God, order my life. Teach me to avoid the landmines of life. Help me to navigate life. Help me to navigate my times and my seasons. Holy Spirit of God, help me, Holy Spirit, not to suffer loss. Help me, Holy Spirit, not to suffer casualty. I will not be a casualty of life. Neither would I be a casualty of situations and circumstances of life. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, you will inspire and influence my choices, my decisions, my plans my projects my aspirations yes Holy Spirit your help Holy Spirit please pray please pray please pray please pray tell the Holy Spirit to make you exact to help you always to hit targets you are in business ask the Holy Spirit to order you in business to show you what to do to show you who to talk to to show you how to plan to show you how to position yourself. You are a student. Ask the Holy Spirit to grant you His excellence, His merit, His distinction in your studies that the Holy Ghost will cause you to be over and above your mates and colleagues. Eh, that you shall be ten times better than the rest of them as it is written. Yes, please pray, please pray. Please pray, please pray, please pray. Holy Spirit of God, I just release myself unto you, unto you, unto your influence, unto your leadership, unto your inspiration, unto your knowledge, unto your wisdom, unto your understanding. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Eketo ilevre tosihi, ekete yezo si safiha, ikele puta hia, libre tosite epahia, lefrito sata hia. Please join me to pray in the spirit. Everyone who is baptized with the Holy Ghost with evidence of praying in other tongues, please do so now. Release yourself onto the ministry of the Holy Ghost as we begin to pray. Things ahead, things ahead. Ask Him to reveal things ahead, steps you need to take. Ask Him to reveal. The Bible says, the prudent man foreseeth the evil and he hideth himself. It is the foolish that pass on and are destroyed. Receive the power of foresight. The power of foresight. Holy Ghost, show me things ahead. Holy Ghost, reveal things ahead unto me. 
L'église chuta Zozo poniga liga chata Et que l'ouvre to sete Yembrato sike Locarise O galiva do shinta hariba Miglevro siso Poke po sikata yabasata Thank you Lord Thank you Lord Thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. You know something about the Holy Spirit? He glorifies Jesus. He's the one who glorified Jesus. And when he's come, even the Spirit of truth, he will glorify me, Jesus said. He will glorify me. So tell the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, be glorified in my life. All of my days, all of my days over my generations over every seed locked up in my loins those that I know those that I haven't met physically Holy Spirit glorify Jesus in them use me to build a legacy of men that will glorify you all their days you're praying concerning your future, your unknown future. Oh, Scarbri Kumba, Zetis, Tatayaha, Igle Duns on Tombrendosa, Tapari Bladush. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. On no count will you lose to the devil. On no count will you turn your back to the adversary. If they come against you in one direction, he will cause them to flee from you in seven directions. For he sets your forehead as flint. You become a sharpened stone in the hands of the master. And if any force comes against you, they shatter into pieces in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, sound health, total peace, fruitful seasons are our portion from today. Again, I say it's sound health, total peace, fruitful seasons are ours from today. In the name of Jesus, we will live out our year serving the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You may please be seated. All eyes shut, all heads bowed. I didn't realize time had gone. If you want to become a child of God, you're saying, Pastor, pray for me. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. Nobody's looking at you, everybody's minding his own business. People are praying for their own selves because salvation is personal just raise up your right hand let me see it and then I know I'm to pray for you you want the sacrifice of Christ to be your reality the blood that is shed his body that was broken for that to be your own reality so that you can be accepted into God's family and be a partaker of the inheritance that he has promised his children just raise up your right hand up on the gallery down here makes no difference nobody's looking at anybody if you are raising up your hand raise it now and I will pray for you. Because by 11.30 we should be out. I said all heads bowed. That's what I said. All heads bowed. 
all eyes shut if you are raising the hand raise it now or you want to rededicate your heart to Jesus because you drifted away in your heart from the Lord but you are saying I'm making up my mind and I'm coming back I want to rededicate my heart to the Lord just raise up your right hand and I'll pray for you if you are rededicating your heart to the Lord there's a hand somewhere I, I, I can't see okay oh, okay that's alright can you place that hand across your chest place it across your chest and say Lord Jesus I'm all yours for I return to you please take me back this time I'm for real because you are for real Lord let the power and the breath of your Holy Spirit rest upon her where she is grant her strength to stand and to maintain her convictions as a believer in you she will not draw back to sin or to any form of destruction in the name of Jesus perfect all that has to do with her Lord I pray thank you Lord in Jesus name Amen Amen I know you will attend to her let's just give thanks to the Lord and bless his name